0: podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Trampled Bet podcast for the weekend of Saturday, March 19th, 2022. I'm your host, Andy Vaughn, and with me, as always, is Gordo. Hello! How are you doing, Gordon?
1: I am excellent. Two podcasts a day. I feel like uh, Alan Brazil.
0: I was wondering <laughs> who you were
1: going to pick there. Two podcasts
0: yeah. a day. I feel
1: like I was some just some guy to... that does two podcasts yes. a day. Some guy who does three podcasts a day, but missed one this week. <laughs> uh, yes, I am here and ready to talk about the football of the weekend.
0: Wonderful. Thank you for joining. It is a busy schedule for us at the moment, what with the Cheltenham Festival. So, if Gordon and I seem a little bit fried, um, it'll be more than made up for with our guest this week, Mr. Joey Slenzak, who is alert on the ball and raring to go. How are you, Joey?
2: Oh, I'm doing great, guys. Really, <laughs> uh, really excited to contribute this week.
0: Great to see you here. Thank you so much um, for joining once again. Always a pleasure to have you on. Um, and I'm sure everyone, all the listeners will be delighted to hear your picks this week. Are we going to be maybe seeing some stuff in Australia?
2: I, I think there might be one or two in there. Yeah, I, maybe. You know I'm always really? trying to be John Walker Some goals? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Brilliant. Look forward to hearing that after the break, because before that, we have some recapping to do on how we got on last week. And I think it's fair to say we had an absolutely fucking brilliant week last week. Um across the piece. Uh how would you describe it, Gordon? Is that of a pretty much a yeah. nail in the head?
1: Pretty, pretty much for me. I mean, I think it's I mean, I think it's the best week in terms of scene value in the mega coupon, it is the best week we've ever had if you backed it with bet three six five. So when Gordon <laughs> says
0: the mega Cupid, what he means there is all 12 selections from the show as one massive 12 fold, highly unlikely to come in because it includes outsiders and all sorts of nonsense, but we got pretty deep in it. Um, and it did have a, it did have a real shout. Uh, so let's run through the picks um, as always, starting with my banker of Brond Bay versus Arhus. And it was on the double chance home winner draw. It was just a game. I'd, I just didn't fancy Bronby ever losing. Lucky it wasn't a double chance, and I put them in the banker slot rather than taking up the, the win for value because it finished a one-each draw. So Bronby lost a little bit of ground to Copenhagen who beat uh, Mitchelland. But Bronby still unbeaten in, like, forever um, yeah. with, with a one-each draw there and a banker in at odds of one to three. So good start for me.
1: Uh, I rolled it onto a, a Saturday game. This was Trabzonspor versus Gestepe. One of one of the games that me and Joey were heavily discussing because, as, oh, as you yeah. know, boy loves goals. Uh, you got yes. plenty of them in this game. Uh, yeah. One 0 one nil down. Two one at Trabzonspor. Two each at halftime. Um, and yeah, at two each at halftime. I had no sweat about what was going to happen with this game because they just came out and yeah. just did exactly what Trabzonspor doing. Won the game four two. Like Castepi have goals in them, but they don't have Chadzonza spar goals in them. They don't have that volume. So 4 2, 4 to 7, uh
0: banker. Nice big. <clears throat> nice big meaty price on a banker as well over the
2: one to two. Never, never a doubt. Not yeah. a chance. I know uh, our little personal group chat was a little uh little uneasy. How frosty the,
1: they were, Joey. They frosty
2: banker. Uh there's a lot of weight that comes with the banker term and uh I understand being a little, little apprehensive when uh, they go down one nil, but th- this is Trav Zonspor. They've got Tony Wakeme, yes, one of the have. best players in the league, and it, it was never a doubt. Yeah. I mean, the man literally guaranteed an eight goal thriller if, by some miracle, yeah. Gastepe caught it back and tied. I mean, what more could you ask for? What more could you want in a banker? Yeah, Come exactly.
0: Forced to a, a, a solid. I don't know, a solid 4-0 win, like our guest Jerome scott last week. <laughs> you <laughs> so, still got
2: your two-goal payout, hush-hush. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so our guest last week was uh, Jerome Elsco. Can't, can't join us for the recording of this show, but he will definitely be back in a few weeks' time because what a week he had. And as I say, his banker, Barcelona versus Osasuna. This paid out after 20 minutes on Bet365. Barcelona went 2-0 up and they ran out 4-0 winners in total. So the banker treble came in. Um at great odds 4 to 7 for Gordon's pick and 1 to 3 for both myself and Jerome. So another banker treble in and that's if we can get that in every week. The rest is gravy. Right? That's that's really really good. On to the value picks of last week. Um and I as I, as I like to do was was in Japan with the Kashima Antlers and a way win for them big price 11 to 8. I was seeing a lot of value there. And I was right too because they won 2 0. Um, and again, the J League now is an early payout league on bet 365. So money in nice and safe, almost six to four. That's just really happy with that one.
1: Oh, I mean, great pick in there. It was the the one side of the mega group that wasn't on uh because it, uh, the it started, late. it was Friday at 10 a.m. that 10 a.m., game. which is just before ahead before of went. I packed it on. <laughs>
0: You're a host on the show, and even you missed it. I know I missed
1: that one. So, but I, what I didn't miss was my Friday game, uh, which is a slightly more palatable podcast time of six o'clock on Friday night. Um, I like to call these games the Aldi special because that's where I am when they're all played. And um, this is Le Mans versus Boulogne. Uh, one nil win for Le Mans. Uh, bit sweaty this one to be honest because they scored relatively early. And then nothing happened until the ninth minute of injury time. <laughs> it was ninety plus nine was the original was the timing that they would they'd been given up. Then they chopped it to ninety plus seven on three six five, and I thought, right, that's good. Uh, but yeah, I was literally just looking at that because the Liga nationale doesn't have any coverage uh, for for games. You know, y- y- there's no video for most of these, and I'm just watching the little icon. Balon attack, <laughs> Balon attack, Balon attack so yeah that was it so uh, Le Mans won that game 1-0 a uh, little bit sweaty but pretty decent
0: I'll take that any any win in the value slot is is glorious well well done um, I must say though how the youth of today have changed admitting that you spend two hours on a Friday in an Aldi that's just weird spend 45 minutes <laughs> but it's, all yeah. right it's just it sounded like for the duration of the game you went to Aldi I'm like a Friday evening no, two for, hours in a. For- Budget supermarket. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> so for
1: forty-five minutes, I'm just. It's when the games end. I'm coming home, like I'm coming back from it, and I just always get like, if I've got a game on it, I'll end up with like five notifications because the French league they just love scoring late and very. Vari- and, and invariably, I have chat on the podcast group at the same time. So by the time I get home, I've got like twenty-six notifications and like four flash score alerts, which is always concerning. <laughs>
0: the day the days of the youth of today being in the pub all of friday as soon as work's finished is clearly clearly gone it's gone, gone. Mate. it's gone clearly gone um you know i, I shed a small tear for that and in, in, in nostalgic purposes um speaking of good value wins though you got a decent one in there jerome at it again 4-0 win for Nottingham forest against reading this was just a week. Jerome decided to back teams that went on an absolute rampage. So seven to ten for Nottingham Forest, easy four nil win. Another early payout after about an hour, I think, in, the, in this game, and that's all the values in. So not only did we do a bank a, a banker treble, did the value treble as well. And I actually had a little bit of money on the sixfold, and that was a tremendous result. So six for six across the main podcast picks so far. Um, Really, really good results. That took us on to the outsiders. Now, my outsider was actually quite early in the in the game week. It was Friday evening, and I really liked the price of Huddersfield against West Brom. And when I tipped it up, it was around three to one. They actually went off fifteen to four. It's so four to one for a Huddersfield win, and this got paid out by Bet Three Six Five when Huddersfield took a two 0 lead, and they were absolutely cruising. West Brom had absolutely nothing in the tank until referee Matt Donoghue decided to just give them a penalty that wasn't a penalty, with about five minutes to go. Of course, they scored it. Within a minute, Andy Carrolls then scored an equaliser, um, a, a good header, but that penalty totally changed the game. Um, and any book that doesn't have an early payout offer, this bet lost because it finished Elf. two eight. Yeah. However, bet 365 backers, I think Paddy Power as well, um, have, have started on the early payouts. Uh, this this game was was in and won. So I know, Gordon, that was uh, that that started your mega coupet off this game with a four to one winner. So I'm gonna I'm gonna claim the I'm gonna claim the outsider win here.
1: I, I, I'm I'm content with that yeah. because it was paid out for me. So um, yeah, I mean, hey. wait, sorry,
2: Julian, you go, me. Uh, yeah, I was. The only thing I'll add is uh, if Dave's gonna claim the uh, bet three six five four out of four, I think you can certainly claim yeah, the do uh, bet three yeah. six five outsider there.
0: Yeah. yeah, I've, I've, I've pulled a, it. I've, I've pulled the Dave Greenfield, but hey, it's a winner. There's so, nothing you know, wrong
2: with that. A winner's a winner. You just got wif- to be smarter about picking your books. Yeah, That's
0: exactly. And exactly. a four to one winner at that. So, yeah, we're cruising. Yeah, well, I took the
1: outsider to value town because I backed a shot that was thirteen to eight. Technically, the outsider they went off. Uh, you know, technical outsider when I backed them, they drifted all the way into five, five to four before the game. So they were more like a proper yeah, so we've all,
0: we've value proper value pick. Yeah, but so this, more importantly,
1: it came in. So this was a uh, away at Falkirk. Uh, they won this game four one. An outsider, outsider. You know that 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 gets when a win four one is always good for me. So yeah, three out of three so far with just a charity to go and some some good news in that slot for me later on. What about Jerome? I mean, I'm quite content to talk about Jerome's pick if you want here because I watched the sure. full highlights of this game. Yeah, uh, sure as it had, uh, it sent me a little bit mental. Um, so it, for clarity, this was the game that was eight in our mega coupon. So eight eight of 12 or eight of 11 for me. Um, and my cash out at this point is up to about, I don't know, 200 quid, 300 quid before the game uh, from a five or a nine grand coupon. And then uh, Groningen versus Nijmegen kicks off. Uh, Groningen score early, Nijmegen equalise, and then get a man sent off for a petulant fake headbutt. You know the one where they're like, "It's it's Stuff a feint, yeah. It's a feint. It's not even a headbutt." Them sent the man straight off. Um, That's in the sixteenth minute. Yeah. So this
0: was this was early.
1: Nijmegen then uh, go up to uh, two one. It's then sorry, Groyding can go up two one. Nijmegen go two each. Nimegan then go up three two. And we're thinking, fuck, this is good. Cash out is up to about six hundred quid right at this point, And I'm out to dinner. So I've just got my phone phone in the pocket. I'm at a nice restaurant. I'm not looking at I'm not looking at this. Um and I I just come back into a whole bunch of Facebook notifications, which isn't good. The less, but it could have been, you know, in this situation it might have been. It turns out Groyne again got two two goals and won the game four three. Not a bad pick there. And now they can keep ten night keep eleven men on the pitch. In my book, they they win this game. Um, so I, I I am I am not that critical of Jerome's pick because when some wee fanny decides to headbutt fake headbutt someone, do something proper. Take out their main striker if you're going to get sent off. Like don't do it for nothing. Uh, yeah, so a, a Nijmegen win did not come in there at three to one.
0: It was a good shout, it was three to one. Yeah. yeah. So it, it was a good shout. And they played the majority of the game with a with man less and, and almost won it. Yeah, so those, think, that, that, that equalizer was in the 80th minute. Yeah. yeah. And then and then the, the go-ahead goal to win the game was in the 93rd, so deep into stoppage time. So decent shout though. Um and I know Jerome himself back's back the outsider Trixie. I like backing the Trixie and the Trixie paid out if you'd backed it at You got we've got two out of three. Again, as is our one, we've been very good at the outsiders of late, um, especially hitting two out of three. We will hit all three at some point. But considering, you know, we're nine picks in and that's the first one that hasn't won. Uh, And and it's a three to one shot. That just shows you it was a real good week last week.
2: It it was a sneaky good week if I do say so myself. You guys really did such a great job. I mean, there were so many just great value picks in there.
0: Yeah, and um, speaking of those picks, let's go to the charity bet. So this is a treble. Ten of own money on the treble. We'll start with uh, Jerome's pick because he's done it again, just found an absolute demolition. Sheffield Wednesday versus Cambridge United. This had paid out after 10 minutes Yeah, when Sheffield Wednesday <laughs> went 2-0 up. They ran out 6-0 winners.
1: Yeah, there, was no, there
0: was no worry. There for him.
1: It was a he picked. If he could have had that luck, he, you know, if we take a couple of those goals away from his other games and just give them to Nijmegen, we're we're
0: in business. Yeah, um, that's hey. There's three picks there from Jerome. Four nil, four nil, six nil. Yeah, that's that's, that's incredible. And in a three out of four week for him, um, really good week, and one leg in of the chat bit over to UG.
1: Uh, yeah, so for charity for me
0: was Paris FC
1: versus New York. 2 0 win. Paris Paris won the game 2 0 It's not it's not an LA payout league. They were they would scored right before they scored from a rebound of a penalty. They missed a penalty, then the guy just knocked it in. Uh and then scored again in the sixtieth or seventieth minute to make it uh, to make it two 0 So Paris FC were in leaving uh Andy and his band of Japanese plumbers. Andy, what before did you we have?
0: Before we get to that let's just point out you went four out of four this week. So congratulations. That's
1: yeah, I think, I think it's only the that third time I've done
0: that. So,
1: yeah. it helps having a value in the outsider. Ah, but Still, the,
0: well done. That's, that's a really, really good result. So great what,
1: what One thing to mention about of my picks, none of my picks were early payouts. Just so happened the leagues I was in. Just so uh, the Turkey, leagues you were in. Turkey, you know, I was in Turkey, I was in the French uh, second and third division and the, the, the Scottish champion. Scotland. Yeah, lower league Scotland. So, <laughs>
2: That's my kind of man. Yeah, yeah. I, that's uh, it. That's, no, no that's bailout required week for me.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so Andy Sagan Tosu versus Urawa.
0: Yeah. So the charity bet rested on me this week, and I let it down, um, backing the Urawa Red Diamonds, and I said it was dodgy last week. It was dodgy. They could beat one 0 This team is going to just infuriate me for the beginning part of this season. Um, they are notoriously hot and cold and this was this was a week they were cold. I thought, with, I thought they'd got it together beating shonen and 2-0 the previous week, but they clearly haven't and they're still going to be inconsistent. So the charity bet lost um, at my hands and I'll be backing it this week. Um phone has been lifted
1: from around my neck.
0: Sure.
1: I think I've been four weeks or five weeks on the charity bet now. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I mean, a, a sensational week, truly. I mean, that, that is a if you back with a... I mean, and the other thing to probably pre- preface this with is, so Andy took the Mega Coupon on Hills, so it died for him on uh, Friday night. So Friday he was night. then sweating for the rest of the week when we're at, you know, if if the NEC game clears, uh, we have Sagantosu, um, you have Uruwa, and you've got Bay Aarhus to go, at uh, Barcelona as well in there. Um, so if the, if, if the NEC game clears... The combined odds of the rest of the coupon are two and a half to one.
0: That's mental, so, and because and because wow. I backed all twelve games early, and I'd got the Huddersfield price at three to one, my fiver was actually turning into forty nine grand. Yeah, <laughs> so, so so that could have, you know, that would have been a that would have been a sweat. Imagine losing that on the Urubu Red Diamonds. Exactly. Me saying, I, la- yeah. me saying last week, I don't. Re- they're going to win more games than they'll lose. They will. So mm-hmm. getting them at better than evens is still good. But I was aware it was dodgy. Imagine it turned out there was 49 grand riding on it. <laughs> I'd be like, no,
1: not the one time. Diamonds, imagine that you would n- oh my god. I think that's the <laughs> ultimate bad spot to be in. If they were playing Stoke, was the only way it could be worse for you. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, but overall, what a week. 10 out of 12 picks came in. Um, and, and that's that's impressive considering you know, we're forcing ourselves to pick outsider shots at three to one and stuff like this. So um congratulations gordon congratulations jerome uh, jerome said he wanted a redemption week He bloody well more more oh, than
2: got harsh, it harsh harsh understatement
0: <laughs> more than got it um so yes joey that's what we've got that's what we've got to work with and what we've got to live up to for the weekend.
2: The, the bar has been set astronomically high i i feel like every other time i've come on here it's been kind of somewhere in the middle i mean it's it's definitely been raised yeah. i'm i've this got a like, lot of work to do
0: i'm so, sorry to put you in this spot it's like uh when you've got your name no. down for the karaoke and a professional singer goes right in front <laughs> <Yeah. of you. laughs>
2: exactly no absolutely no shame at all i love the challenge i'm yeah. here for it i'm excited oh, for wonderful. it. wonderful
0: yeah We've got all the pegs ready to go and we will get there after the break the podcast on all the normal podcast channels Sports Social Podcast Network um, you'll, you'll get a little bit of an advert for those of us on Patreon we will have the middle section which is where we talk about picks that didn't make the show, other things we like this week um, and just generally shoot the breeze about uh, fo- football betting and other sports as well if appropriate that's on our Patreon channel so www.patreon.com forward slash Bet, or download the Patreon app and search Trampled Bet Podcast. Six pounds a month to be a member of the Trampled Bet Club. It really helps us out. You get access to that middle section, you get access to this show as a video podcast as soon as it's released. Um, so that's Wednesday evening, and you can see the see the three of us um on our Zoom call. You also get extra content podcasts. There has been so much content for Cheltenham this week, myself, Gordo Connor, and Dave. Um, we're doing a daily podcast both as an audio and video file released every single morning for the Chetland Fest, as well as um, our cheat sheet of all, all our picks written down for the horse racing. And you obviously get the football cheat sheet every week as well. So all the picks you're going to hear in the second half of the show written down in an easy-to-read JPEG format. You can just pull up on the Patreon app. Um, that's the Hey, that's the pitch for Patreon. You know, our numbers are growing. We'd love to have more. Um, for six pound a month, we think um, it's a wee bit of value. Give something back to the show. We just gave you a ten out of twelve week. For Christ's sake, throw what us more six do you quid. <laughs> throw a <us> six quid. <laughs> <laughs> right, guys, we'll be back with our picks after this short break. Welcome back, and now on to this week's picks for Saturday, March 19th, 2022. Starting, as always, with the banker picks, and then we'll run through the values, the outsiders, and wrap it up with the charity treble. So, bankers, I am very close to home. I'm staying in Scotland in the Premiership Sunday at noon for Dundee versus Rangers. And the away win for Rangers is 3-10. Rangers, three points behind Celtic at the top of the table with 70 points from 30 games. Dundee are dead last in the league with 23 points from their 30 games. So a huge gulf in terms of points. Form-wise, Rangers, 11 points from the last five matches. Dundee have only managed two points from their last five matches, so no wins in their last five. The teams actually played each other at Dens Park, so at Dundee's home ground, um, the same as this game is going to be, uh, just on the 13th of March, so just last weekend in the, in the Scottish Cup quarterfinal, and Rangers ran out easy 3-0 winners. They've played four times since 2019. Rangers have won them all. 4-0, 1-0, 3-0, 3-0. Dundee haven't even scored. I think the fact they played last week in... And Rangers one three zero should tell you all they need to know. I'm surprised they aren't shorter than three to ten. In all honesty,
1: yeah, like the pick in there. I also like that the last time you backed Rangers in your banker slot, they they lost, uh, and <laughs> this was again was drawing with Ross County, uh, which just, make, ago, just yeah. which just makes for good means in general. So how do you uh, remember that? I, I don't know. Like back in Rangers in a banker slot for me. is... Yeah, so anyway, but anyway I, I will take it somewhere where <laughs> I have lost in a banker slot before, which was uh, FC Porto. I'm taking FC Porto away at Boa Vista this weekend. Um, Boa Vista have been all right. This is why you're getting quite a good price on them. They've drawn five uh, of their last home games in a row against Braga, Benfica, Viz- uh, Vizela, Vicente, and Tandela. So they've drawn with good teams, they've drawn with bad teams. They haven't played against FC Porto, who at the moment are just tearing up this league. 70 points uh, from 26 games, Six, 67 goals scored, 19 conceded. They're on a tear. Uh, last five away games for them, they've won four uh, and drawn one if you include the game they played against Lazio in the uh, Europa League playoffs. So. I mean, S3 Porter have been fantastic. My favorite part of this pick, though, is they've played nine times since Boavista came back uh, up into the first division in 2015. Uh 5-0, 1-0, 1-0, 3-0, 1-0, 1-0, 1-0, 5-0, 2-0. Uh they haven't Boavista haven't scored against them when they've had to play Porto at home in nine games. So I'm relatively confident of this one coming in. Quite a big price because Boavista have been all right. Two to five. Uh, and that's that's after a four or four week, I think I'm I'm going to get a fifth pick, uh, and you know I also think I'll get sixth, seventh, and eighth. But I'll start us off by saying I'm going to get a fifth pick there. Um, yeah, FC Porto away at Boavista. J man, hit me with it.
2: All right. So for my uh, the big theme this week is kind of going to be really evident as I get later down, but I, I'm going to try to be John Walker. I, I try to do it every single time I come on, and this time it won't be a one-to-five shout for my banker. Um, this time I like Melbourne Derby, uh, Melbourne Victory versus Melbourne City. I like both teams to score, and you can get that at three to five. But I think the best way to describe this would be in musical form. There's there's actually a song. I know I talked to Gordo about this just to make bet, sure he actually knew bet. the team or the, the band, but um, I think the best way to describe this game would be uh, the song Goals. By the Beastie Boys. Um, for those who aren't familiar, it goes a little bit like goals. Yeah, all I really want is goals. Because in the morning, it's goals. And in the evening, it's goals. And so, yeah, I mean, really, all I want is goals. goals? Yeah. And I think this is a great spot to find it. Um, City sit top of the league and have picked up 11 points in their last five, scoring 12 goals and conceding eight. So they're already averaging four goals a game. Um Victory, on the other hand, have played the joint fewest matches this season, so I'm going to kind of stay away from their actual uh, table position. But They've picked up seven points in the last five games, scoring six and conceding six goals, which is really all you could ask for. They're averaging just over one goal, conceded, and scored for those games, and that's all we need. Um, where I really like this is City have conceded in 16 of their 18 matches this season and both teams to score has hit in five straight and eight of their last 10. This is basically the Australian version of Bayern, um, where they don't care if you score. They're just going to outscore you. Yeah. Um, they've scored three or more goals. Well, not three or more. Three goals exactly in three of their last five games. Um, Victory, on the other hand, have only been hold, only been held scoreless three times in 21 matches this season. And that's all competitions. And have seen both teams to score in eight of their last 10 times playing as the visitors at Amy Park, because obviously given similar to the Milan Derby, uh, they share a stadium. And the last time, well, so not the last time, victory played out a thrilling 4-3 game at the midweek against Visal Kobe, um, where they had to travel to Japan. And it was 2-2 at the end, or no, not 2-2, 3-3 at the end of regulation. Um, But the biggest thing I like there, besides the fact that both teams scored and there were tons of goals, is victory really did a good job of rotating their players. And most importantly for me, they timed their subs extremely extremely well. Uh, Nick D'Agostino, basically their best player. Um, He didn't play that full 120-minute game. Uh, Ben Filami, one of their most creative midfielders, um, who also offers threat on the wing. He didn't start until the 70th minute, so those are key. They didn't bring their main goalie in, which I think might hurt us yeah, in like some cases, but it's not like four goals. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, we can't read too much into that three goals yeah. for uh Vistel Kobe, but I, I do like that the victory were conscious in their lineups, um, looking forward to this game. And a lot of the starters that they subbed off and they kind of rested were mainly attackers. and, they still put up three goals without them, so I, I love this. Melbourne City are conceding goals just as much as they score, and hopefully, this is an entertaining game.
1: I mean, Joey, I, I have one fact about this game that I, that may, you might like. My gran is going to this. She's going, <laughs> she's, going to, she's going to Melbourne this weekend, and they're going to the Melbourne no <laughs>
0: yes. that's incredible. So I was, I was, I was hoping. Photo for the WhatsApp uh, for the Facebook group. Yeah,
1: I'll get I'll get her to do that. So they're going to the they're going to the Melbourne Derby uh, at the weekend. She's flying tomorrow there. So that she's not she's not going for the Melbourne Derby. She's going on holiday. But like they're in Melbourne, (laughs) so I mean, so yeah, fantastic, Uh, Joey. I like the pick, Andy. What have you got in the value slot? I love I love my rhymes today. What
0: have you got in the value slot? Yeah. And that can also work for absolutely every slot. So you could, you know, <laughs> Chari, unless you want to make it outsider up. Banter, uh, yeah, yeah, you know, it works, man. It's really good. Yeah, um, I'm, in J- I'm in Japan. Saturday, 6 a.m. in the J League for the Kashima Antlers versus Shonen Bellmere. The home win for Kashima is 7-11. to 11. Um, They started the season really, really well. Nine points from four games. Uh, Shonen started the season really, really badly. Dead last in the table with only two points from their four matches. Kashima have won the last three meetings of the sides and the last five meetings of the sides when they've been the home team. Um, Kashima have title hopes this year, and and they've you know they've come out strongly, and they're the real deal. This is the sort of the game that they should win comfortably, and I think the odds of seven to eleven are more than fair.
1: I am on a go uh, antlers. Yeah, I, I, I like the antlers. A uh, Kier. I am on a similarly. Low priced value this week. Um, kind of lower on the, the value slot. Kelty away at Elgin. I like Kelty Hearts, uh, who are you know the runaway title leaders in this league. They're playing just now and they've got a man sent off against uh, nil nil against Albion Rovers. Um, I wouldn't read too much into that because when teams start getting men sent off. Anything can happen, as we've seen with NEC and Groeningen at the weekend. But uh, yeah, so Kelty Hearts uh, uh, away at Elgin. Uh, Kelty are just the best team in this league. Uh, they've won the last five on the spin, uh, not including the game they're currently playing. Um, you know, Those have been tough away games at Steny and Cowdenbeath uh, where they won 1-0 and winning at home 3-1 against Albion Rovers and Annen. Um Yeah, Elgin haven't been too sharp recently. Their eighth position, uh, which is out of the relegation spot, by virtue of there's only one relegation spot in this league, um, which Cowdenbeath are currently um, you know, in. So, yeah, 29-point Elgin uh, with through 29 games versus 68-point Kelty Hearts through 29 games. I know who I fancy, and it is Kelty Hearts. So, yeah, Kelty away. You're getting them at 7-9, 5-8, 3-4, to, 9, 5 to, 8, 3 to 4, shop around. Uh, yeah, the Kelty train is, is leaving the station. Right. I'm very much on it. Joey, what you got?
2: All right. So for my value pick, I'm still in Australia. Still trying to be John Walker, but just with a lot less hair. Um, And for my musical uh, contribution to this one, I've got Here Comes My Goal by Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. Um, For those, this is a little closer to Andy's generation, but for those who aren't familiar with it, it goes a little something like, here comes my goal. Yeah, she looks alright. Goals are all I need tonight. Don't petty the heartbreakers are my favorite band. <laughs> That's amazing. One, se- one um, second,
0: just what you you continue, just for the patrons, I'll go get this. Hold on.
2: <laughs> so for my value pick, I like Central Coast Mariners versus MacArthur. The Mac Attack, the baby. And I like both teams to score in over 2.5. And you can get that around one point. Oh, that flag is brilliant. You can get both teams to score in over 2.5 at just shy of evens at 1.95-ish. Macarthur sit fourth in the league on 25 points, scoring and conceding 26 goals through 16 matches, picking up seven points, scoring eight, and conceding nine goals through their last five games. Uh, Central Coast Mariners, on the other hand, are in ninth place on 16 points, scoring 20 goals, conceding 22 through 15 matches. Five points in their last five, scoring six, conceding seven. At home, Central Coast has seen 21 goals in seven matches, while the Mac attack have seen 30 goals in nine matches away from home. So already right there, we have teams averaging three goals at home and over three goals away from home. And so the unfortunate part for this one is there's not too much to go off historically, given that MacArthur just joined the league last season. But MacArthur have seen both teams to score in 10 of their last 13 and not over 2.5 in those games, but over 3.5 in nine of their last 10 overall, both teams to score in over 2.5 in six of their last nine away matches. The last time these sides met, it was a 3-3 thriller. At Central Coast Stadium, I'll take a little bit more of that, please.
0: Love it. If you yeah. want to back the value treble, it comes in at four point seven seven to one at Bet three six five, slightly less four point six to one at Hills. Um, and it sounds like it's got a good shot this week. Um, the, va- the banker treble—I uh, missed pricing that up earlier. Gordon was straight into the value picks. Couldn't wait. It's because I knew what was coming.
1: I knew, knew you yeah. you know, Joey. He didn't tell me exactly what was coming, but I knew you were going to like the midsection.
0: section. Um, the yeah, the backer trebles just under two to one, so one point nine four one or three six five or or hills. So some decent prices in there, and I, and some you know we've we've gone conservative, but almost five to one for the value treble sounds like sounds like a decent price, and and it's got a decent shot of coming in. On to the outsider picks for the weekend. I am in Denmark in the Danish Superliga on Sunday at 1.30pm for Alborg versus Brøndby, And the away win for Bay is 15-8. to eight. So just shy of 2-1. Brøndby sits second in the league just now. They're five points behind league leaders Copenhagen. Alborg are in fourth place. They're a further five points behind Brøndby. It's just too big a price at two to one for me. It's too big for a team that's unbeaten and, as I say, almost forever. They're top of the league's five game form table, ten game form table, and fifteen game form table. Um, taking, I think, twenty eight points from the last, like possible thirty. They're just they're just really really good just now. And okay, they drew at home at the weekend, um, a, a minor blip, but again they still didn't lose. Alberg have struggled at home this season, despite the fact they're fourth in the league. Uh, they're seventh when only considering home games, and that, that's pretty poor. Um, they haven't won a home match in their last six attempts, three wins and three draws. And one of those games was a four-one thrashing at the hands of Silkeborg, and that's a team Brøndby beat one-nil away from home the previous week. So if you if you like looking at you know they've played this, they've played the same opposition recently, one of them got horsed four-one at home and the other went away from home and beat them 1-0 so that that sort of head-to-head works well as well as the actual head-to-head I just feel 2-1 is too big a, big a price for Brondie in this spot they've been doing the business consistently for me over the past few weeks on the show so I feel like sticking with them at a big odds price is, is the right thing to do this week
1: yep yeah like Bron in there now. I, I don't have anything as special as Joey prepared for the for these sections. But I do have the Battle of the Fridge in my outsiders. This is uh, oh, I love Par- it. Parma versus Lecce. She's and milk. Um so this is <laughs> this is a uh, yeah, so Parma versus Lecce uh, at the weekend. This is the Sierra B. I actually had to wait for odds on this because they were both playing uh today. Um Lecce Drew away at Casenza um, and Parma won at Vicenza, uh, who are who are not very good. Uh, I think this game will be a draw, and I think I've got pretty good reasoning for that. Lecce of although are second in the league and have done really well to be up there, they're just behind Cremonese. Um, there's kind of their away forms a wee bit spotty. Uh, they've drawn four of the last five games and that's against kind of varying opposition. You've got Alessandria, Como, Perugia and Casenza in there who are all throughout the league. That's not four bottom teams, that's not four top teams. Parma at home, apart from a round drubbing of Spal they gave out, and Spal are pretty sorry at the moment, uh, they drew their last two games with Citadella and Regina. Um, You you may have been following that uh, Citadella are pretty... (laughs) average, in so are Virginia. Uh, in this league, they've got 44 and 40 points, um, just around the same kind of area of the table. You'll get this game at 21 to 10 or 11 to 5. Um, I think it's a really good chance for another draw. Um, they've both taken nine points from the last five games, so I'd happily make that 10 from six. And it's Parmaletje, uh, a draw for me. So, Joey, I'm excited for your outsider. Talk me through it. Sing All me right. through it.
2: Yeah, I'll sing it. Well, not quite as much singing this time, but it's a little bit of a callback to my banker. Um, For those who don't remember, it's goals in the morning and goals in the evening. And so here are the goals in the evening. Um, But I think a more appropriate song might be Call It Fate, Call It Karma by the Strikes. Um, No, no goal puns on this one, but um, I just thought it was fitting because we've got Freiburg against. Trampled that sweethearts. Greater Fur, yes. And I like a Freiburg win, but both teams to score. And you can get that around seven to two, three point five ish. Not seven to two. I forgot the one on that. I'm still working on my fractionals. That's what I get for trying to be cute. Um, but Freiburg actually sit in fifth place on 44 points through 26 matches, and they've picked up 11 points in the last five games, scoring 10 and conceding five. Which is already a good average, averaging two goals scored and one conceded. That's kind of what we need here. Um, and by now, we should kind of all know how miserable Greater Firth are. Yes. Um, so I won't have. I hopefully I shouldn't have to dive too far into the the win aspect of this bet. Um, Greater Firth are actually on a bit of a scoring uh, streak themselves, scoring an eight straight, and both teams to score hitting in all eight of those, obviously because they. Can't keep it yes. um, <laughs> But the kicker here is they've conceded four goals in three of their last six during that stretch. But they've also managed to score against Bayern, Leipzig, Cologne away from home, and Wolfsburg away from home as well.
0: It's so it's not like they're yeah.
2: just scoring against teams amongst themselves. They're they're pegging some off of the big boys. Yeah, um, Freiburg have also conceded in five of their last six leagues, league matches while picking up three wins and two draws during that stretch. Um, really not a whole lot to dive into here just because Firth are recently coming up and Andy's gone so in-depth on how shitty um, Firth are in previous episodes. <laughs> so, I mean, there's I'm not going to look too much into Freiburg's away form Recently, they're kind of trying to make that push to stay in the Champions League and the European spots. So I 1,000% don't see them (laughs) losing this game. If they don't win this game, it will be a scored draw. Well, not necessarily, but I like to think that there is, it would be a scored draw. So I like Freiburg to go on and get that extra goal. In the reverse fixture earlier this season, Freiburg won 3-1. So I'll take Take more of that. Yeah, let's yeah. just take three, we'll
0: take three one another one of those. Yeah, easy, That's, easy. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> easy. Yeah. Outsiders, no bother. Um, and the outsider treble, I usually back it as a tricksy. Um, We've been getting two out of three and quite quite a lot recently, so so that that gives you something back if you you cover all the doubles. But the outsider treble is around twenty eight to one, um, just, just over twenty eight to one at three six five and also at hills. So. Maybe not as big as the 40 odds we got last week, I think, but um, let's try and get all three in this week. On to the charity trebles. So one selection from each of us. We mark it up as a a treble, a tenner of our own money. All proceeds go to a charity of my choosing this week because I shall be backing it after letting it down last week. Um, I'm taking us to Germany in the Dritte Liga, so the third tier of German football on Saturday at one o'clock for Saarbrücken versus Hallischer. And the home win here for Saarbrücken is five to seven. Saarbrücken third in the league playing 13th place Hallischer. Both teams are in decent form at the moment, but Saarbrücken have won their last three matches in a row. So their form sort of bubbling just now. They've taken 27 points from 15 home games this season, while Halisher have only managed 12 on the road from their 15 away games. There are four instances of this game recorded in flash score for Sarb, the home team against Halisher, and they're all home wins. 3-0, 5-0, 3-0 and 4-0. Historically, that's nice but the only one that's remotely relevant or recent was the 4-0 win in 2020 like the, the rest go way way back um but it is interesting like they're, they're cuz they're big score like, all winning to nil by by three four and five goals um i just fancy sarbrook in here i think the odds of 5 to 7 are, is a, is a fair price They should go ahead and get the get the business done
1: yeah like it in there um they've had some decent results recently as well um at yeah. in, but yeah not to over. I, I mean, I, I might be able to. If Gary could just put in what I said about Trabzonspor last week for this week, <laughs> that's basically what I'm doing for my charity bit this week. Uh, they're a bit bit larger price this week because obviously they're playing it away from home, uh, having played at home last week. Five to eight, uh, they are to beat Rizespor. Uh, Rizespor are lower than Gastepe, who they beat last week in the table by five points. They've they've taken twenty three points from their twenty nine games. Trabzonspor, the form team, the league, Rizespor have taken one more point than Gestepi have in the last five, but that is just one point. Um, they, are, they are not very good. Uh, Trabzonspor have taken 13, with their only drop of points in the last five games being a one ultra draw with Fenerbahce, which we can all excuse a wee bit. Uh, Trabzonspor are just a better team than than, than Rizespor. There's not much to discuss about them Um you know, they've lost their last three on the spin uh, against Gersunya Sport, Basak Sahir and Adana Demirspor, Sport, who are all towards the top of the table. So let's just continue that trend. Trabzonza Sport winning this game at the odds of five to eight. g Man, round is out.
2: All right. So for the final leg of the charity treble, I'm heading to a little bit of big hair rock. And uh we're staying in Australia, but to this pick song is gonna be uh Goals, goals, goals by Motley Crue. Um, I'm not sure if anyone knows that. Um, uh, goes a little something like, goals, 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 goals. Um, pardon my terrible high pitch. No, team, that was pretty good.
1: Was we've pretty got
2: good. Uh, Adelaide facing Western Sydney wanderers, wanderers. And I like Adelaide on the double chance at 1.7. Um, Adelaide sit in third place on 27 points, scoring 28 and conceding 24 through tw- through 18 matches while Western Sydney stood in eighth place on 18 points scoring 18 conceding 24th or sixteen, and six points in their last five scoring seven conceding eight, uh, Adelaide. I can't remember how many points they've picked up, but I know they have conceded eight goals or scored eight goals and conceded nine goals in their last five. Um, Adelaide are actually the form team in the league as Andy loves to say, if you're only looking at the away games, um, they sit top of the away form league or form table, picking up 16 of their 28 points away from home through 10 matches. And they've only lost twice in those 10 away matches this season. Uh, Western Sydney admittedly are picking up a little bit of form with nine of their 18 points coming in their last six matches. Um, however, looking at who they're playing, um, a lot of those good results this season have come against Sydney FD, and being that it's a, Derby match I would imagine they would turn up for that more than literally any other game on the schedule. So I'm going to kind of take those with a pinch of salt. They I think they tied the first one at Sydney and then they won most recently at um Western Sydney. Um, but I just really like Adelaide's form a little bit better. Um because they've only lost once in their last 7 away matches and so the reason why this is uh, Goals, goals, goals by Motley Crew is uh, historically there's been both teams to score in six straight and both teams to score in over 2.5 in five of those six at Western Sydney Wanderers. But there's also been both teams to score in 11 straight and both teams to score in over 2.5 in nine of their last 11 matches overall. Um, so I have a hard time seeing past goals here. The kicker here is these sides played on Wednesday. So they played this morning at the time of recording. And it ended up 1-2 win for Western Sydney Wanderers away from home, where Adelaide took an early lead from an absolutely stunning Craig Goodwin free kick that, I'll be honest, kind of reminded me a little bit of vintage Beckham. Um, He curled that in perfectly. And there was literally not a chance. Yeah. Not a chance the keeper was getting anywhere near that. Um, Western Sydney Wander ended up clawing it back a little bit before halftime. Uh, so it was 1-1 one, one going into half, and it was a pretty cagey affair. Adelaide had plenty of chances, and they um, amassed most of the possession and a lot of the attacking threat that uh, second half. But Western Sydney Wanderers ended up getting their second goal off of what I can only describe as an absolute farce off of a corner kick. Um, The keeper came out just a little bit too far towards the six-yard box, and the gust of wind literally curled the ball a little bit further than he was expecting. And as he's trying to get back, he runs into his defender. There's a mad scramble in front of the net, and the Wanderers just bang it in. Um, I'm not going to (laughs) fault Adelaide for that by any means, but that just tells me that this result wasn't necessarily quite as sure as it looked. And even watching the highlights there was still a massive chance in the 90th plus minute for Adelaide to equalize. Um, So realistically, I don't see this being any less than a score draw. Um, I love this as an Adelaide win. And I had this potentially in my outsider slot because my hot stat of the day, by far, one of the best stats that I've come up with on this show. And it makes me feel a little bit better about this morning's result but the away side has won seven of the last 12 meetings overall in this matchup. And the home side has only taken all three points in three of the last 19 meetings since 2016.
1: Um, okay, Adelaide a wall, have but...
2: literally won. I think it was like five of the last six meetings at Western Sydney waters, not just like drawing straight up winning. They've at least won three or four of the last, 6 and they haven't lost they've only lost once in I think it was like 7 or 8 something like that the,
1: <laughs> this think, looks I, a little I bit I think it's a good charity pick I like
2: looking at yeah. this morning but I, I have absolute faith in this and I, I really like goals and hopefully Adelaide can pull out a win and we don't have to put any of this out
1: yeah well good man
0: the charity treble then comes in at 3.81 to 1 at bed 365. So that would be just shy of 50 quid um for charity next week, if it comes in, and I'm hopeful that it will. That's the show. That's the 12 main picks for this week's podcast. Um, as we said earlier, join us on Patreon. You get all the picks written down in an easy cheat sheet format. You'll also get our Cheltenham content for the um, well, no, you won't, because by the time this show comes out, you might, there might only be one day of Cheltenham content left. Right, you can Friday. still listen to it. It'll um, be done. You'll, it's, you'll it's, get you at
2: least on. one day of Cheltenham content. <laughs> you'll get at
0: least one day of good Cheltenham content. Um, and there has been some great stuff in there. Dave Greenfield today picking the winner of the Coral Cup. at 50 to 1. That's right. five zero fifty 50 to 1, Commander in Fleet. What a result for Dave. So well done, Dave. That was absolutely wonderful. Let's see if we can get another couple of them in before the before the week's finished. Um, join us on Facebook as well. Uh, that's absolutely free to join. Just search Trample Bet Podcast, come and be a member of our Facebook community. Loads of people sharing um, the best tips across their sports books for the weekend. And everyone has slightly different specialities. Callum Hodgart's very active on the uh, on football betting. James Laycock keeps everyone right with the bet boosts at um, Skybet. Uh, I, I love when he posts and it's like, oh, I can get Mo Salah to one shot and target. It Even Wouldn't have noticed that otherwise. Yeah. Um, so cheers for keeping everyone right there. Michael Stokes with his rugby union. Whatever Michael says, I just do now. I've learned. I've been, I've been doing that for no a question. while. question. Straight on. Yep, I know nothing about Rugby Union, so I just do what he says, and it usually works out very, very well. Long-term friend of the show, George Jones, has been active recently as well with some in-play tips. So there's all sorts of stuff there. Um, come and find us on Facebook and sign up to join us for six quid a month on Patreon. That would be wonderful. Gents, anything else to say before it's a wrap? Nothing from me, just... Uh... I- It's a long week.
2: (laughs) I I think I've done more more than enough talking for today. (laughs) No,
1: good man, Joey. We loved it.
0: (laughs) We loved it. Thank you very much for joining us, Joey. We shall see you next week when we recap what is hopefully another excellent week to follow last week. Um, And big up to Jerome Els, who had a tremendous show as last week's guest. And he'll be back in a few weeks' time. And we shall see Joey next week to go through all the results from this week's show. That's the podcast. Thank you very much for listening. As always, have a lovely weekend. Happy hunting. Bye. The Trample Bet podcast is produced by Andy Bond, Gordon McLarnon and Gary Black. Part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Find the next show you'll love at sport-social.co.uk. Sports Social
2: Podcast Network.